Hello, everybody. This is Legal Man. Welcome to the show. It's going to be a good episode. I'm going to talk about kind of the man-woman relationship in this crazy, collapsing kind of society. I'll tell you about no-fault divorce. And for people who don't know me, I'm a lawyer. I've practiced for 30 years, and I've seen all sorts of bullshit. I'm America's most trusted lawyer, and I'm America's most beloved lawyer. That feels pretty good. (laughs) All right, enough kidding around. Let's go ahead and get the show started. So I want to talk a little about this continuing collapse and what people call society. (laughs) I I really think we need another name for something as completely and totally screwed up as what we live in, but society, culture, whatever, I'm just going to use it. There's a systematic attack going on on Western culture, and people should investigate things like the Kalergi plan. They should go investigate it because you're not really allowed to speak about it because it will shut you down because of the people who sort of pushed that plan and who've implemented it and who wrote it and financed it and everything else. But it's clear that they've been pushing this out. It's an attempt to sort of turn society into a bunch of uh, deviants. This is kind of a Weimar 2.0 just on steroids if you look around. The insanity that's going on, it's been being worked on for a long, long, long time. And they're getting to the point now because they have TV and radio and this internet and, and the stupid phones where everybody's just staring at their phone all the time. The ability to propagandize and distort the minds of people has gotten so incredible. And there's almost no concern by people with the amount of exposure to this kind of insane video media that little kids get. I was having breakfast with my buddy. I eat breakfast with him on Saturday morning. We're sitting at this place, and and, and I see it all the time, people who bring their kids in, and they've got those little, they look like an old Etch-A-Sketch, but it's a video thing, and it props up, and... It's got his own little stand and little kids. Each one of them will have their own little thing, a phone or or like a full-scale iPad, I guess they call it. It'll just be running these crazy, insane videos that are all simply designed for kids. They're a combination of games and videos and so-called learning tools. But most of it's just garbage. And it's been shown again and again and again now for 40 years plus that this kind of thing is terrible for little kids. I mean, it's just terrible. Putting a toddler in front of a TV or these screens night and day is going to permanently screw up their brain. But here we are, parents, sufficiently wealthy to be able to go out and eat breakfast, okay, on a Saturday morning with their kids. They're going to spend 70 bucks or something here at this thing to feed four people with the stupid crap the kid doesn't even eat. And then the kid is sitting there. One of them was there with like a grandmother figure and his two brothers. And he's acting all weird because I'm sure his brain's just getting screwed up from watching this crap all the time. And what is she feeding him? This giant, thick French toast covered in confectionate sugar. And he's just dunking it in syrup. So that's how the little kid's going to start his day. You can see he's already chunky and thick all the way through, and so is his brother. And I just sit there and I think, how can this generation ever produce sort of a normal group of people who can raise kids? I mean, this is it. We're watching it go away, and I get a kick out of it with my friends because I laugh and I talk about how we're not technically the very last sort of generation of white guys who are somewhat normal, but we're really, really close. Anybody hearing this right now is in 
what is the equivalent of kind of the last of Western culture and what people call white people, though just a made-up term anyway. Just generally Western European culture. It's just been completely wrecked. And the American version of it, of course, is the same exact thing. And it's been around for a very, very long time, hundreds, maybe even thousands of years in some form or fashion. It's going away. That's it. This is going away. People are committing cultural suicide. They're just, they're running around acting like that it's racist to be white or it's racist to like Western culture. It's right. You can't even talk about it without even being called a racist. It's unbelievable. And you watch people doing this. And if you try to confront this, any of these people who bring their kids in and you try to confront them, do you love your ch- children? You mean, ask them, like, do you love them? Or do you want the best for them? Then why the fuck do you treat them like this? <laughs> why? The, the entire concept of child abuse is turned on its head because all of this insane materialist culture that we live in, people imagine that that's helpful. Like the little kids get all this shit. They're, they want to buy all these brand names and all this shit's pushed on them. So it's just this materialism shoved into their head. That alone is unbelievably abuses and will cause endless amounts of problems. Why? Because that's what people will just then associate with success and happiness and all these other things. And you can just see every generation coming up is just getting worse and worse and worse. It's just going exponential now. And the people just stand around and continue to act like the problems are these things that the media drives, which is some kind of government issue. Everything in the news is basically about government. No one ever talks about these simple things that anybody that looks around can see. All these kids going off to rehab. It's amazing to me that literally nothing of importance is allowed to be discussed out in public. Anytime you take a position outside what they call the Overton window, you just get ruined. And there's huge amounts of topics that you just simply can't talk about because you're not allowed to defend or promote certain types of sides of topics. You're just not. And this endless abuse, how did it begin? Right? You can trace it back to all sorts of things, but certainly one of the most fundamental things, the CIA-funded women's movement, try to drive a wedge between men and women. So you can't have the family unit. You need to destroy the family unit in order for people to then become more dependent upon government because, you know, small children take a huge amount of time and effort by one parent. You can't just do the nanny shit. People think, oh, well, you're wealthy. You just have a nanny. It doesn't fucking solve the problem. Having some nanny could abuse your kid. You don't know what's going to happen to them. They need their mother not to be fucking sent out to some third party uh, who cares more about the kid than the mother. They, they need their mother. Kids need their mother. All the research just makes it clear as day. And so if the kid needs all this time with their mother, then there needs to be someone else who's supporting the family and doing all this additional stuff. It's just, it's a basic way things are set up. You can't get away from it. You can't turn dudes into low-T beta guys and supposedly substitute them in for the mother. It doesn't work. It's not a sexist comment. It's a fact. Just like women can't play in the NFL. Not because I don't, wouldn't be perfectly happy to have women in there. Fuck, if women could want a 4-2-40 and catch balls, they'd bring them into the NFL. They can't do it. It's not a matter of the man not being, quote, manly by taking on the role of the mother. He's not a mother. He's a father. 
But you see, the people who run this society, uh, they're all in it together. And there was a great, interesting uh, study that came out of some Swiss finance firm. It was like 10 years ago now, may have been a little bit more. And it just showed all the interconnectedness of all these different international corporations and boards. And it just showed that it was an incredibly small handful of people and companies that basically controlled virtually all of the commerce in the world. <laughs> and when you just started sorting through it all. And the same kind of people run media, they run government, they run education, the legal systems. It's just a very small group. It all funnels up to these little three-party review boards and councils that have this authority. Most of the stuff is unelected. It all goes on behind closed doors. They come out with policies and suggestions and the CFR. There's a million different ways they've done it, but it's working. And you can just see that the society is being intentionally torn apart and people just they refuse to accept the reality. They, they just can't accept it. And lots of people are just weak as hell. And they aren't willing to do anything or speak out because they won't even stop wearing a mask. They're so afraid of somebody potentially saying something to them and making them feel bad that they won't stand up at all. And so the people in power take advantage of this and abuse the living shit out of us. And this man-woman connection has just been so torn apart. One of the most fundamental ways they did it was back in the 1970s when they started introducing what's called no-fault divorce. People who haven't been through that system, they don't understand it. People who've been through it, they probably do understand it. It used to be that marriage was considered a legal contract, and it still is, though it's a contract that makes no sense. It's a contract between a man and a woman with these sort of uh, amorphous terms that are somewhat set out by the state. You have obligations on both sides. And in order to get out of it, you had to prove some kind of cause. No different than getting out of any other kind of contract. You can't just breach your contract and walk away. So no-fault divorce was the concept that there doesn't have to be fault actually proved. There was no cause for the divorce. The cause is that they have irreconcilable differences, meaning there's anything they want it to mean. So there is no longer any fault that has to be proved. And that's the huge distinction now it doesn't mean that you can't also prove fault if you want in an attempt to try to get the property division. But the fundamental problem with no-fault divorce is that it takes something that is a contractual obligation and it eliminates and it turns into a, a contractual obligation that can be unilaterally modified and breached by one of the parties with absolutely no penalty. And not only is it no penalty, but anybody who's been through the family courts understands that the women are treated completely differently than men. The men are just completely screwed. They're never going to get the kids, even though all you hear about is how women should be in the workforce. But you go into family courts and the woman's going to get the kids. And then you have these sort of standard issue orders where the guy gets to see him on Wednesday night and every other weekend. And that's it. That's what the father's role is reduced down to, writing checks to the woman who then has these kids, and she can just go out and do anything she wants. You don't get any control of the money, how they spend it, and you're never going to win in family court with any of that stuff. And so the entire system was shifted from this kind of thing where everyone needs to stay together because in order to break it up, you have to show that someone's really doing something bad, okay, in order to break the family up because society has a general need to keep the family unit together, and of course they've destroyed that now. And in fact, it's not just that they've destroyed it. They've highly incentivized women to break the family contract up and simply 
move on to a new boyfriend and get paid. <laughs> and there's lots of women who do this. And I'm not going to say I blame the individual women today so much because they're just they're victims of this massive brainwashing campaign through media and the law pushing them to do this stuff. They, they give it about as much thought as people give to anything else in their lives, which is virtually no thought. There's no independent thought, but the problem can be seen everywhere. I think very few people seem to understand that. In most states, if you get married and, then you ha- and your wife has a child during your marriage, that child is presumptively yours. So if you get married and you have a kid, if you don't get the kid genetically tested and then your wife divorces you, you will have to pay for that kid, even if you find out later that that is not your kid. In most states, the window closes very, very soon within just a matter of a couple of years. If you haven't gotten it proved up, then you are responsible for that kid and his child support until he's 18. And if you don't think that happens, and if you don't think people go to prison, they do. They go to child support prison for failing to pay to support children that are not theirs. They get a divorce. They find out later that the kid was uh, not theirs. They have a genetic test. They, they show that the kid wasn't theirs, and the courts toss it out every single time because the laws are very clear. You, that window closes. <laughs> think how insanely unfair that situation is. Think how that insanely incentivizes women and girls to do this kind of crazy behavior that tears the family up. And ultimately, at the bottom of all of it is a desire so that the people can become more dependent upon government. And then government can drive it since an independent family that's a strong family unit and that's made up of a bunch of strong family units in a strong community, it's very hard to break. Hi, it's Legal Man. I hope you're enjoying the show. If you appreciate the unique insight and information I provide, then go over to my Patreon account for The Quash and become a member. I have bonus shows and material, early access, and it's a good place to meet like-minded people. I have people ask me all the time, what can we do, legal man? (laughs) Well, start by voting with your pocketbook. It's the only vote that really counts. Support things that tell people the truth. Getting people to understand the truth is the only solution we have to this insanity. Look, I get it. There are a lot of people who can't afford to support my show with money. But there are a lot of people who can. And if you can and you like the show, you should support it. That's what free markets look like. The people running this scam, they have unlimited funding. I don't have support of that system. In fact, I get harassed because I tell people the truth that they don't want the people to know. So we have to stick together. So go sign up. Now let's get back to the show. And then government can drive it since an independent family that's a strong family unit and that's made up of a bunch of strong family units in a strong community, it's very hard to break. It's very hard to rule, and so they have to eliminate all these different things. They break up the community by having these large corporations that move people around all the time, so you never live in the same house, you never live in the same neighborhood, everybody's moved around, it's just anonymous shit, or your, quote, friends or these people who are associated with your job, that as soon as you lose your job, you've lost your friends, you're out in the middle of nowhere, it's all anonymous. All these things work together along with the media showing all these strong, independent women, and they show stupid shit like MTV has melted down so hard. They've got, what are we in year 10 of Teenage Mom as a show? I mean, Teen Mom? They, they glorify them, they become rich, they, they show them on social media. How can a society last like this? See, it can't. 
It's just going down the toilet. And, and both sides of the political spectrum ignore the fact that the government has no business to do any of this, has no authority, no agreement, no consent, no anything to any of this. That all these media companies like the banks and the media and all the education, they receive endless amounts of federal money and government money at every level. The idea that they're independent businesses is nonsense. All this stuff is being driven intentionally. It's all being driven intentionally with these simple goals in mind. And the people, you tell them this, and they look at you like you're crazy. I've been telling people this for 15 years now, and they just think I'm a nut. And, and this is the problem, is that it's a boiling frog. If you'd have told people a year ago of the insanity that was coming with the lockdowns, the restrictions, and the fucking $10 trillion in money being spent by the federal government, the mask-wearing horseshit everywhere, destroyed economy. They just said you're crazy conspiracy theorists. Now, of course, it's all happened, and you tell them what's coming in the future, the digital medical IDs, and you're going to be limited down. They, they think you're a kook. <laughs> There's something basically fundamentally wrong with people, and the electronic media is a huge portion of it. The amount of damage that's just staring at those little screens and all this digital flash, flash, flash crap does with God knows how many subliminals are embedded in there, audio shit they're hearing. You're not going to ever have a society that can work like this, see? It doesn't work for what people imagine. And now the reason men don't really want to get married and are scared of it, I've just given you the legal reasons, fucking makes perfect sense. There's women who just do this again and again. They're getting alimony in these states. They get the property, they get alimony. There's, the man did absolutely nothing wrong, but they've got this huge lever point with the kids and the fact that if you break up, they're going to get the kids and you're going to have to pay them. So they can just run around like tyrants. It doesn't mean that there's not plenty of women who get married young and have very normal, and they get abused themselves. Well, I'm not in favor of anyone getting abused. I'm saying the system is structurally set up now to make sure that the sexes are at war. And, of course, now they've introduced all this crazy shit with the trans this and the homophobe that and everything else. So they're destroying even the entire concept of men and women. It's all just being blown apart. I mean, once you see that Mr. Potato Head is somehow offensive, even though there was a Mrs. Potato Head, oh, it needed to be Ms. Potato Head. Now it's just his Potato Head. I mean, it's just this is the level of insanity. And, of course, now in the last 15 years or so, this entire culture of porn has been so normalized. Again, these images are so damaging that people watch just over and over and over again. Not only does it fill their heads full of just nonsense, but it's just the human mind is not designed to accept this stuff in and then be okay and happy and live normally. It, it doesn't work. You have to be very, very careful showing these kind of horror movies to little kids. It scares them, especially kids when they're single digits. That magical thinking. These images, they go into their heads. They do an incredible amount of damage. But again, is there any discussion of it? No. All they act like is you're a prude if you think that's a bad idea. I'm supposed to support women's lib, which means twerking and acting like a jackass is supposed to be great, and the guy is supposed to be a, a badass pimp. And that's supposed to somehow create a society that works. <laughs> it's, it's, just, it's just idiotic. And the idea that the only sh choices are support this insane clergy plan liberal horseshit or you are a button-up prude. It's just, a, again, it's just a false argument where they put an Overton window over the entire society and everybody argues about it.
And the very fact that they have the ability to make these things constricted into these very narrow areas and then drive social media with bots and all these paid accounts to push all these lies and bullshit and, and brainwashing and then to attack and dox and cancel culture anybody who attempts to step outside of that. The very fact that that runs on and people can't see how dangerous this is and how this is leading to an insane totalitarian system that the people will then call freedom. They'll be so brainwashed. If you haven't read 1984 in a long time or if you never did, if you went to public schools and you still managed to learn how to read, you should go read it again because that's what's going on. It's a strange combination of 1984 and A Brave New World, and maybe even The Handmaid's Tale. It's, it's a combination of those kinds of books, and that's where we are right now. And we're just, we're falling off a cliff. We're going down so fast, it's mind-bending to me that people are running around worrying about these kinds of stupid-ass things, like that, the Royals interview. They gave some stupid shit about that made huge news. Or anything the government simply comes out and announces makes big news, and people run around and talk about it. All they have to do in order to distract the people out is put it on TV, put it on their social media platforms, and then the people will start discussing it because the right-wing radio, who are just part of the same system, will come out and they'll just start repeating the same thing. And they never, ever tell people the truth. They all stay inside the Overton window because they want to get paid. That's it. They want to be paid. And so they sell out all the people they pretend to be representing. The only people who have representation in this country at this point are people who support these insane policies of destroying the family and running this place into the ground and letting the government take over everything. If you support that, then you have representation. If your position is anything else, you don't have any kind of representation. And the idea that you're going to be able to prevent it moving forward is fantasy unless people wake up. So I'm getting to the point where I can realize it's very clear that people aren't going to wake up. I get tired of having people tell me all the things I'm supposed to do in addition if I'm going to really make it effective. I'm sorry, but I do a lot. And I'm not going to blow myself up. Why am I going to do that? I'm not going to do that, just like anybody else. I make logical, reasonable decisions, that's all. But I can make observations, and I see what the world's doing. I know where we're going. People seem fine with it. <laughs> okay, they're fine with it. There you go. So this is what you get. <laughs> you're not allowed to point it out. You're racist. You're sexist. You're an anti-Semi. You're a homophobe. You're transphobe. Whatever it is. You're not allowed to discuss facts. You're not allowed to have differences of opinions. They can just destroy you professionally. Every other way, just push a button and you shut off. And the people seem good with that. You know, they seem good with that. They, they seem to think they're caring people in order to push that kind of horseshit. So... I just don't have any respect for the vast majority of the people at this point. I don't know how anybody can. Uh, you know, I just don't. So, if you like my show, you should listen to my show. You should share my show. You should support my show because that's what the free market's about. That's what it's about. You like something, you support it. That's it. If you're not going to even do that, then... Well, you're going to be very happy in the future when there really isn't a free market, <laughs> which there's almost none now. Everybody bitch about Patreon and everything else. There's almost no free market left. I got a little tiny fucking corner I'm standing on. <laughs> and uh, I'm on Twitter. I'm Legal Man at US Law Review. I really appreciate the people who support my show. I really do. And, and that people support it in a lot of different ways, and it's nice. It's, it's good to know there's people behind me because I, making the show is kind of in a black box. It's not like having an audience where I can feel the response and I can react to it. I, I just have to make a show in a black box. 
And that's just the way it is. So, all right, I'm going to wrap it up there. Everybody have a nice night or day wherever you are. Take care. Thank <laughs> you.